Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the best show in the world, Reddit Readings. We are back here with episode 133 with r slash today I fucked up. Don't forget to go and check out our YouTube channel. Link will be in the description or somewhere for some unique content. Go give us a sub. It's well worth it. I promise you the stuff over there is cool as fuck. But without further ado, grab your tea, grab your popcorn, and here we go for episode 133. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. You know what? I've been down here some time, and I've never really explored. I've noticed there's some old filing cabinets down one end of the basement here. Maybe I should go check them out. Our first story today is from Yama Luna. Today, I fucked up by telling people I had a twin. My brother, 18, and I, 16 female, are in the same year, both in year 12. And when we used to go to the same school, not anymore, thankfully, people used to ask us if we were twins, and I'd explain that no, I skipped. Pretty much everyone got confused and people always thought we were twins. And I got tired of explaining, so I just gave up and told everyone, yeah, we're twins. I'd explain it, then once more I'd get asked by the same people what it was like to have a twin. Yeah, I got tired of that. We've been in different schools for three years now. I've mentioned I was 16 a billion times, and I thought everyone knew it was just a thing I say, as then they're likely to work it out because he is 18. It's a running joke now in my whole school. People will ask me, how's your twin? It's just a joke. Basically, a girl who came from my brother's school kept asking when my birthday was, so I told her, and she gave me a confused look and said, but his is in November. I guess she didn't realize I was 16. And I was not in the mood to explain it. I was in the middle of homework and she found me in the library. So I said, yeah, my mom was in labor for months. And that was that. She fucking believed me. Why? Why would you even? Her mum ended up calling my mum because the whole school is making fun of her for believing my mother was in labour for months and her mum started complaining to my mother, who got mad at me for not explaining the joke to her. My brother thinks it's fucking hilarious though. He laughed about it for absolutely ages and told our whole family and his whole school. In my defence, who the fuck would believe that? (laughs) You're a special kind of stupid, aren't you? (laughs) This one was posted by Red Sour Cherry. Today I fucked up by finding millions of maggots in my kitchen. Let me 
start by saying I usually keep a clean home. I have a very old house, built in 1895. I have been remodeling and fixing it since I bought it in January, so we only lived here about half the time. So now to the story. I started to notice an abnormal amount of flies in my kitchen, which was no surprise. It's getting hot out and I have an old house that needs new windows. So I set out traps like those little sticky things that hang and started deep cleaning to see if there was a cause for them. Didn't find anything until the next day. I woke up, went to my kitchen and noticed thousands of flies. Gross, I know. I get my husband and we started removing everything from the kitchen. Like everything. Microwave, stove, dishes, threw away most of the food, etc. The last thing to move was the fridge. This is where shit gets gross fast. We started to pull it out. Then you could hear the buzzing. Just when we figured out the buzzing is behind the fridge, the smell hit. If you ever smelled anything rotten in the heat for a week, you know the smell. At that point, we had to walk away and open all the windows. We didn't know what was dead or what to expect, so we called some friends over to help us while we got a dumpster on the way. We knew damn well that fridge at coming back in the house. Pulled the fridge out and found a dead cat. I don't know whose cat it was. We didn't have a cat. The smell was putrid. It was so decayed that the maggots in the skin made it look like it was still moving. My husband used a snow shovel to scoop it up so we could get it out of the house and it fell apart. Maggots splattered all over the floor, flies flew out of its decaying body and scattered across my house. We ran out of the house, spent 30 minutes puking and trying to get ourselves together. Took us almost six hours to clean with lots of breaks. Then we had to stay at a friend's house for a week while the smell went away. Why? Why do I have to read that? That is disgusting. Oh God, quick, on to the next story. It's from Erto the Vinyl. Today I fucked up by having a drink of water on an aeroplane. So as it's known, you can't bring liquids over 100 mil on commercial flights. I decided to be proactive and bring an empty water bottle across security and then would fill it up on the other side. Seems logical, right? So I went through security and then proceeded to the water bottle filling station on the other side. I filled my bottle, put it away, and didn't think of it much after that. Now I have one of those bottles that is kind of like a sippy cup. A spring down mouthpiece that folds down into the lid to close that opens to ready position with the click of a button. A straw down the middle of the bottle, so when you're drinking from the mouthpiece the water comes from the bottom, like a regular straw. I wait for a couple of hours after a long delay and board my flight. We take off and there's no problems. I decide after about an hour in the air that I'm thirsty. I go to grab my water bottle and then click the button. The one that spring loads the mouthpiece to open. Now as I press the button, I start to think about 
air pressure. Especially in a sealed bottle at a very high elevation. That has liquid in it. Luckily there were no people sitting in my row with me. Super lucky, because as I pressed the button, a geyser erupts from the mouthpiece about two feet above me hitting the ceiling above and pouring a significant amount of water all over myself and the two seats that were thankfully empty. Super fun the rest of my flight. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This one is from Ghetto Gummy Bear. Today I fucked up by pulling a parasitic egg from in between my teeth. Oh god, why me? So I work at a grocery store in the sushi department. I love sushi of all kinds and mostly eat some every day for lunch. So I have my normal tuna roll and it tasted fine. About 30 minutes to an hour later, I begin to feel like shit. I'm usually feeling like shit anyway, and I'm type 1 diabetic, so I didn't think too much of it. Had some nausea and diarrhea, but felt a little better after 3 or so hours. So I get home at the end of the night, I'm brushing my teeth, and I notice a little something in between my teeth close to my gums. Looks like a normal piece of food. So I grab some floss and do my best to get it out. It seems to be really stuck in there. But after a few minutes, I manage to get it out. Instantly, I feel a little freaked because this thing did not look like any piece of food. It was round and brown and was much bigger than the little thing I thought was stuck in my teeth. So I'm closely inspecting it and it doesn't feel like any piece of food as it's on the harder side and doesn't break apart easily. While messing with it further, it seems to be able to open and inside it looks like if you just popped a whitehead on your face. It's white and almost string-like. I am simply horrified at this point, and with further research, I'm at least 95% sure it was the egg to a parasite that must have been in the tuna I ate. I feel fine today, and now I'm trying to call a doctor to get blood tests just to be sure. I am literally traumatized right now, and don't know what to do. I don't care about parasites, sushi is definitely still my favorite food. Oh, maybe after bacon. <gasps> bacon sushi! Our next story is from Crunchy Yarn. Today I fucked up by asking my mum if my new job would give me an anniversary bonus even if I'm not married. I, 20 female, just got hired at a gas station that has really good benefits, treats their workers well and is overall a really good company. Some of the things I was told by my manager is that I'll get a bonus on my birthday, around the holidays, and an anniversary bonus. I was pretty excited about all of that, however I was curious about what kind of anniversary exactly. My boyfriend, 20 male, and I have been together for almost 5 years now, but we're not married yet. But we do have the anniversary of when we first started dating. I wondered if that was going to be treated in the same way as, say, a wedding anniversary. 
I went home after work and was telling my mum about all the benefits, including the anniversary bonus thing. I asked her if my anniversary with my boyfriend counted. And she laughed and asked if I was serious. Uh, yeah, I couldn't pass up an opportunity for a bonus. My mum then started laughing harder. So hard that she was crying. For at least three whole minutes. Turns out an anniversary bonus happens on the anniversary of when you get hired. Not anything to do with your dating life. Whoops. So the top comment on this is, When I was little, my dad announced that he was getting a week paid vacation. I was so excited. I asked, they'll pay for the whole vacation. I thought we were going on a great paid for vacation. Yeah, our broke asses stayed home with dad for a week. Right, what's our next one? Oh god, what is it with this episode and gross stuff? From Crookie50-DC Today I fucked up by not checking what the rancid smell was coming from around my water tank. Reading the story of the dead cat found behind the fridge reminded me of my own fuck up. Little bit of side info. I live on and run a farm in South Wales, and we have our own spring-fed water supply to the house and sheds. That's where the fuck-up occurred. Daily, I drive up to our mountain grazing to check on our sheep and cattle. To do this, I go past our water storage tanks. Through the course of the week, I started to notice a smell of a dead animal. Initially, I ignored it as I live in the countryside, and it's not uncommon to find the occasional carcass. On the third day, the smell was getting stronger, so I had a nose around the water tank and ground surrounding it. I found a dead crow on the ground, so I moved it into some scrub and carried on with my day, assuming I had found the source of the smell. Back home, my wife and kids were noticing a bit of a bitter taste to our water. It did seem a bit off, but it's very mineral rich and we were having unusually hot weather so the spring had slowed down. I attributed the bitter taste to the fact the groundwater was more sedimented than usual. Days go by, but the stench around my tanks began getting stronger. To the point that it was overwhelming. I thought, fuck me, that crow is rancid. But it is hot, so perhaps that's why it smells so bad. All the while, our water was starting to become very bitter and not good to drink even after boiling. On the eighth day, the water in the house was smelling awful as well. The same rancid smell that I thought the decomposed crow smelled of. So I go up to the water tanks just to make sure all is well. I lift off the heavy iron lids, only to be hit across the face with the most unimaginable stench. It was hot wafts of rotting corpse. It knocked me back off my feet. I can't explain how bad this smell was. My eyes were streaming and I gagged so much I pulled a stomach muscle. I knew instantly this was more than a dead crow. Flies were swarming around like it was the apocalypse. I tried to hold my breath and shine my torch in the tank to see what was in there. Somehow, and I still to this day do not know how, as the covers were still in place, a sheep had managed to fall into the water tank and drown. It had been in there decomposing for well over a week. All that was left 
was maggot-covered bones and entrails floating around in our water supply, which myself and family had been happily drinking for the last week. The next day was spent suited up in the 30-degree heat spooning out the jellied remains of a dead sheep from my iron water tanks, covered in maggots and corpse sludge, gagging and sweating. It had to be bucketed out by hand. It was without a doubt the worst thing I have ever smelled. The heat didn't help. It took days to clean up and disinfect, and even longer for the wife to forgive me for letting her drink rotting sheep flesh flavored water. Yeah, I can confirm from personal experience that Welsh sheep do seem to have some sort of supernatural power for just getting to places. Our next story is from Shane Blaster. Today I fucked up by thinking paper was a digital medium. This actually happened a couple of weeks ago. The wife and I decided to have a weekend getaway so we got to our destination and I proceeded to check us into our hotel while my wife waited in the car. The woman working at the front desk was very nice and she proceeded to get us checked in and doing so she gave me a printed out map of the parking lot where I needed to park for the elevator access. I took the paper from her and the print was small. Out of muscle memory, I tried to zoom in using my two fingers pinching on the paper. I tried it three times, forgetting it's fucking paper. When I realized what I was doing, I quickly looked up at the woman at the front desk to see if she saw me being a dumbass. We made brief eye contact and she quickly looked away. I could tell she was trying not to laugh and embarrass me. She was being a good human. I left and went back to the car where I told my wife what I did. She laughed and mocked me for three days, and now she has leverage over me for the rest of my life. I am an idiot. Alright guys, this is what I want you to do. Go over to Discord and tell me what digital power you would have in real life. Like, for example, pinch to zoom. I'll start you off, mine would be control F. I want the find function for when I've lost my shit, which is all the time. Like, control F wallet, boom, there it is. That'd be fantastic, right? So get over there and let me know what yours would be. Our next story is from Concerned Panda, spelt with an X. Today I fucked up by not staying up to date on the news. Important edit. Folks outside of the US, check your peanut butter using the GIF website. Some comments from across the pond of finding their products were part of the contaminated batch. Check your elderly folks too. So I just straight up do not watch the news. I just get updates from friends or occasional articles. Every once in a blue moon, I stumble across something on TikTok. That is exactly what happened today. It was a woman talking about how her family had been getting sick every Monday for the last nine weeks and she brought it up with a doctor. He suggested it could be the recalled peanut butter. I had just finished a 40-ounce jar of peanut butter ten minutes before I watched it. Huh, that's funny, I thought. No way it's my brand. Jif makes peanut butter cups that also were recalled. Oh. Oh no. 
So I go and look it up, grab my peanut butter out of the trash and sure enough, it is the same batch that was recalled. That means for a month, maybe longer, I've been giving myself salmonella every few days. I never put two and two together. I assumed it was my stomach ulcer and the heat causing me to get sick constantly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to get over on Discord and let me know what technical superpower you would have if you could have computer powers. If you're on our Patreon, I will see you for a new episode on Wednesday. If not, guys, until Friday, peace out. I'll see you then. enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.